This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. We're still calling it that, huh? Uh, not for long, buddy. <laughs> we're, we're in d- dangerous territory. Now, to be fair, when we... You know, lasted six years with that name. I guess times have been worse. Times have been worse. Which has been worse? All right, six years or six games? Because <laughs> I tell you what, not the hottest start. All right, not the hottest start. Yeah, the, it, the opposite. The the, the coldest start. My no, it's just like why, right? Like like yeah, I have no other like real statistical analysis, <laughs> pretty much at the moment. Other than like, why? Why did you? Why did you? Why did you have to do this? <laughs> like, they're supposed to be coming home at like, you know, back to the bank, and and they're supposed to be like a, a, a sea of red, a sea of red. Yeah. They're supposed to walk down like the, you know, from center field onto the field. Dan Baker is supposed to announce Trey Turner, and we all lose our collective minds. I mean, they're raising a pennant flag. They're raising. A pennant flag. <laughs> and it was supposed to be the culmination where we get to say how much we love you. Yep, right? Like yep, yep, this yep. is supposed to be, okay, thank you so much for what you did last year and reinvigorating us with baseball in Philadelphia. Thank you so much. <laughs> and all they have done is just slammed it down. Just slam, slam, slam. <laughs> It's all they've done. They've just slammed it right. Like, don't, don't. It's like, oh my god. Like, I, I wouldn't boo them, but like, I there's there probably be oh, booze. There, there will be booze. There will be booze. There probably will be booze. And I, I, I wouldn't boo them either. But man, what a frustrating way to start the season. Who would have thought? You know, with the high hopes thing, in the the week where Jim Nance actually resigns. Well. This happened. Yeah. Well, did he, re- he? So I guess he just like resigned from college basketball. Yeah. You know, close enough. But is it more of a re- resigning or a retiring? Uh, you know, it's a good point. It's a good point. You know. But also, how can you Look, retire when you're the closest we've gotten to you not being an idiot? All right, I'm trying to help you out here. Come on. Well, I'm always an idiot. <laughs> Especially in my you know you know lack of sleep at the current <laughs> yeah. moment. How you feeling? Oh, I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm great. Do you feel dumber still? Uh, no, I think I think my brain is adjusted. Okay, good. I feel pretty good about it. Because you were dumb that one. No, I was dumb. I was like, <laughs> I, I couldn't string together two sentences. No, it wasn't your best, dude. I was like, it was just, I, I felt like I felt like I felt stupid. Yeah. Um, and I don't. Well, I, I often feel stupid, but like I can usually <laughs> string sentences together. But then the Phillies are one in five, and you know I was able and to an ugly one in five. Yeah. That. And and here's the frustrating thing, because I want to. You know, we know, you know, we do the marathon thing and all the cliches and all that because they're true. It's a crazy long season. We're six games into 162. Like, I don't want to, I'm not panicking, but I don't want to be as concerned as I am, Jack. But like, I look at this lineup, I look at the injuries. Derek Holt, you know, they brought Cody Clemens up. He's going to be out for at least a, a little bit of time. He's going on the IL. Like, I'm concerned now. Like, I'm I'm not panicking, but like, we're going to have like Jake Cave betting fifth. Like, Josh Harrison is going to be a massive part of this lineup. Like, Cody Clemens could be playing first base, Jack. Cody Clemens. It's all, like, it, it legitimately it is the most my Philly sports fandom has felt like 
the dumb and dumber, like, our pet's heads are falling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the it's the closest we've come where it's like, everyone's injured. Yep. They're not playing well. They look tired. They look they look hungover. Reese is hurt. But Harper's coming back. Our pet's heads are falling off. Like, it is, it is, <laughs> it's, really a good, it's good the count. most, it is, it has really felt like this. And, and it's like, I, I, it, it, I, I just hate, I just hate that it's April. Like it's April and it's we April sixth, fe- Jack, and we, and we feel it's this not way. Just April, it's April sixth. We're not even at the end of April feeling this way. And I am not in the mindset of seasons over. I am not in same. any of same. that, and same. I don't think anyone should be because, like, I still think the message is still a message. But it's like, at this point, do we have to change our expectations? I mean, and it's not it, like. I think they've played a frustrating brand of baseball. We yeah. understand that. But at the same time, it's not all of their fault. I mean, there has been a a a ton of injuries. Oh, absolutely. Like, like the injuries are my biggest concern. Marsh being out now, like hopefully Marsh is fine. Like hopefully Marsh is fine. But that's our, like the fact that that's what we're clinging to, and he's our nine. Yeah, it's like, and and he's been good, and I think he's had a, a good step forward. But like now, Hall's out for a little bit. I think Cody Clemens can't play. So like. Awesome. Great. I'm glad we called up Cody <laughs> Clements. Whatever. Um, you know, and, and then it comes down to everything else we've already had. Like, Ranger seems like he's on his way back, but he still has to, throw, he has to go in the minor leagues. Yeah. Like, he has to come up through the minors again. Painter, we'll see. Like, Harper seems like he's on a, on a Harper path count. here. Harper's his own thing. Yeah. He's all by himself as the one shining light of, of healing. And of, of I mean, if he awesome. comes back, if he comes back and saves the season, like, just make it, build a statue. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's just, it, it, it just has that early feel of a lot of stuff is piling up on them and it's not all their fault like they we talked about it last podcast but you're putting you're putting what was once billed as great depth into big roles like i love Edmundo Sosa. we all love Edmundo Sosa. Edmundo Sosa is starting every day now yeah no doubt and and like would you have wanted eric bruntlett starting every day no, on the oa absolutely Phillies? not so like you know, and hopefully he can he can show some of the power that we saw in spring training and be like, okay, this is stabilizing. Now it's like, now it's like Alec Bohm has to be actually an all star. You know what he I mean? He has to be like your three hitter or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And 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 <laughs> you look at everyone that has to step up, and then you've seen what Nick Castellanos has done so yeah. far this year, and it's like, well, I don't think I I obviously can't count on that. Like, I can't count on him bouncing back. You would be crazy. Look, we were all bullish, and we said all the things we said after, whatever, six games. Like, you you would be an idiot to say you still believe in Cassie. He might bounce back. Like, it's possible. But to watch what we've watched, and obviously after the first two games, for him to look exactly the same as he well, did last year. Well, he doesn't chase as much. Dude. Doesn't like, chase as much. Man, and you and also you're seeing the frustration already. Like, he's getting annoyed and he's getting frustrated he's with yelling, the strike zone calls. yelling at the umpire. Right, and, and like, look, I like fire. I like feistiness and stuff. But with that dude, like, we know how he can kind of get in his head and kind of, you know, start to spiral. And it feels like he's spiraling already. Like, I am... Again, you said this on the last pod, and it, and it hit me hard because this was, this this was after the first three, and we weren't you know really tumbling down. You were like, "I'm more concerned about the lineup than the pitching," and everyone else was like, "Pitching, pitching, pitching, Wheeler, Nola, whatever." You were dead right, and now the injuries piling up. Like, man, I'm concerned about scoring runs with this team. Like, outside of of obviously Schwarberg turn at the top, JT, and then Bowman Stott, and again, like you know, Stott's been great to start the year, but that's like that's it. Like that's literally it. Well, they've they've lost they've lost the guys that you can just trust. Like how many guys in the lineup do you 100% trust when they're up right now? 
It's pretty I much. I just named them. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's, <laughs> that's it. It's four. It's four and stop. And hopefully Marsh continues to, to sure. develop. But I, I'm, I'm learning to trust him more, but it's not like I'm like, oh, Marsh is definitely coming through for but, me. But again, we headed into the year with the whole. With the whole lineup. We're like, where's, your, where's the hole? Where's find the, the hole? hole in the lineup. Like, bring, find the easy out. Bring you back can't. Franco. Bring back Franco. He could be the the eight-hole hitter, the best eight-hole hitter in the history oh, of baseball. Um, so, so the offense, my one Obviously, this is contingent on Hall being mostly fine and 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 Brandon Marsh not missing time. The one thing I'll say about the lineup that is giving me a little bit of hope is that um, through the first five games, they went 12, 9, 9, 11, 10 uh, in the amount of hits. Yep. So, like, I, I, I believe that, you know, Water finds its level when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. That the more runners you get on base, they they have the second highest average in, in baseball, I think, behind the Cardinals. I, well, you, when you go through the line and they show everyone's averages, like, oh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, they, that, but yeah. the problem is, is that I believe they'd only scored 13 runs in the yes. first five games. So, you know, you hope that they continue. Christian Pashi seems to come up with runs. Dude, it's every freaking time. He's a magnet. He's a magnet for, like, it's a big spot, key spot. And then yesterday they had a pinch hit Josh Harris for him. And Josh Harrison on a bum ankle swinging at the first pitch. I know. By the way, like. How sad is that, by the way? You have to pinch hit Josh Harrison for your center fielder. And then have to put a Mundo Sosa in center field. Right. I mean, that's, like, that's where we're at. We we are. Well, and, you know, Rob Thompson I think he's Rob Thompson right now. Like, I'm not calling him Topper. Dude, I, so I was going to get there. Go ahead. I was going to get there. But, like, you know, I mean, Stubbsy, Stubbsy roped the ball off the wise again in the World Baseball Classic. You know, I mean, I think it gives you a better chance there than Josh Harris. Of course he does. I don't think there's any question about it. So, um, dude, it's like for every – and, like, I I swear, I'm just – I'm not – I I'm not a blame the manager guy. Like, people will do, like, their lax days go, that's on the manager. I don't think it is. Like, I don't either. I, I, oh, I think that's more on the players. That's more on the players for me. Um, I, I judge a manager by the decisions they've made. The, yeah, of course. And the culture they create and all that stuff. And the culture, I think, is, is still it's good. good. Yeah. Um, it's just like every decision he's made has felt like it's backfired. Every single one. <laughs> like it's a, it's an unprecedented run. It, it, it's it, the exact know. opposite of last year. Yeah. It was like where you felt like it had a Midas touch last year. It seems like it's the polar opposite this year. Yeah. And, and some of the processes to how they get to the determinations, I don't totally agree with you know it feels very like how the 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 swing path lines up with the pitcher's stuff and it's like why in the world was Alec Bone back in the seven hole yesterday it, it, dude it made no sense and can we be honest like way overboard with the righty lefty thing like what are we it doesn't have to be that way you don't have to go righty lefty every batter like put the best hitters in the best spots. Get Alec Bohm more at bats. Get him in spots where he's going to have runner on base instead of being the seventh hitter because if you do this nonsense, oh, it's got to be righty-lefty. No, it doesn't. It's so weird. Well, so I agree with you, and if it was if it was back-to-back lefties at the top of the lineup, that, that's a different that's thing because then you worry about a lefty coming in late in games. Right. Of course. But like, you know, I, I watched all week of LeMahieu Judge one two. Yes, uh, last year. No problem. Last year it, it went Mookie Turner right out in out Any in, teams like do it's, this. It's it's fine. It's with the righties, like righties know how to hit righties. They hit them all the time. How about this for a crazy concept? How about your first five hitters are your best hitters? Uh, right. Thank you. <laughs> what a, I'm, you're throwing your water bottle. Because it's Our pets' so, heads are falling it's so off. <laughs> pets' heads are that falling off. That is definitely the title of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> people are going to be like, what? And and Schwarber's getting hot, right? Which is which is good to say. It's not yes. even June. Yes. Um, but like. It's pre-June. 
but you could he could bat four. Like if you want to, sure. if Boehm if Boehm was showing good bat control, and you want to have like I just think Turner Boehm from the standpoint of like, and I, you don't have to do this yet. Whatever, I understand that. And look, he's missing guys, so the lineup's going to be. Yeah. He's got to just adjust. Period. Push him up. Push him up. <laughs> like, like, push, push him up. Push him up. Um, but, and and by the way, like I know it's a we've talked about a respect thing and Casty's you know all that, uh, but like can't be in the middle. Give of me life. a give. He, can't be. Nick can't. Castellanos gets one more week. Yeah, with this whole fine. batting five thing. But I mean, so I and and I I agree with Rob Thompson. You know, I would have put Castellanos. You there said that before because the I just. You got to give him the chance to do it. You paid him the money to do it, and if he proves to you he can't do it, then you then you bump him down. He's got a week. He's got a week to figure it out, and then hopefully. And I'm not saying this is a, a that this is likely. This is more hopeful that he goes down to eight, gets mad, and turns back into Nick Castellanos. <laughs> sure, but I don't envision that. I think he goes down eight and swings at more balls outside because he's pressing. I mean, I have never. This the the bat is through the zone so quick, like it's just it's not there. It, the, the, uh, I, there were so many times the last three games where it was like a ninety-five mile an hour fastball right down the middle low that he just can't get the bat to because the swing is through the zone so fast to where it's just like there's there's it. it I can't believe. I mean, he is on the path. He's on the path. Of going down as the worst free agent signing in the like in oh the, yeah in the history well, of the franchise. Also, also the most shocking. Like again, we keep saying it, but for a guy to to, to hit three oh nine with thirty four homers two years ago, coming off at let's throw twenty twenty out the window. I think you could do it for everybody outside of twenty twenty. Coming off like a run of like five years or six years or whatever, or being of being a a really good offensive player, a, a aggressive hitter who goes up and 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 gets doubles and hits the ball hard and all that. Like, I don't remember, not just the fall off to, like, the numbers-wise, but to watching him hit, he looks, he doesn't look anything like that guy. No. Like, like, how does that happen? How does it go so far from such a confident, great hitter to this? Well, and what I what I can't put my finger on is, like, first off, he's healthy. Yeah. Like, it's not like, yeah. it, it's not like you can Last year we him. had the whole, like, oh, maybe he's hurt and we don't know it thing. Like, he's not now. We know that. And I just I can't remember at thirty one being cooked. That's my point. Like, like at that age to drop it's off. It's not. Like that. It's that's not how it works. Like thirty four, I get it. Thirty five, I get it. Thirty one. Yep. And it's this 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 kind of well thirty and thirty one. Yeah. Because you got to conclude last year. If he falls off, he fell off at thirty. That never happened. Well, and what 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 annoys me is you'll hear well he's playing in Detroit and 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 Cincinnati like oh, where, the, where the fan base is don't care or whatever, dude. There was no one there last year. What are we talking about? But I, but at the same time, I watched him p- put the Cubs on his back in 2019 and carry that team to the playoffs when Schwarber wasn't good, when Rizzo was pretty much cooked, like when when these guys were not the same Cubs that we saw in 2016 that won the World Series. Like Nick Castellanos was unfreaking believable in Chicago, and, that's, and that is a high pressure market. Yeah. That is a market that cares a lot, yeah. and he was. Dude, I think he batted like like over 300 with like a million doubles and he was just like that guy like I it it kills me. He's not good. Like I cuz I it love It breaks him. my soul, dude. It breaks my soul. I, and, and this is not like 
James and like James and I are not. We don't hate Nick Castellanos. Like we we would. I would love to love Nick Castellanos. Yeah, I he would, is so. He was so good for so long. I can't I, believe he's. This I guy. would tell people to go back and listen to the pods about before they signed him and when they signed him and my excitement. Except I'm embarrassed about it because it's been so bad. Yeah, you know. But I, yeah, we were ecstatic when they signed. I him. just I can't believe it. I cannot. <laughs> no, I can't. It's the most shocking thing with this team of all the stuff. The Nick Castellanos thing, it, it's one of the most shocking things I remember as a Phillies fan. Like, well, that's how dramatic it is. What's shocking to me is that, you know, I think Kevin Long's great. And yes. by all accounts, he's great. <laughs> yes. Like, wh- why, what is it with, yeah. with Nick Castellanos that we can't figure this out? Is it Castellanos not, you know, buying in? Is it he just kind of goes and does his own thing and we're not going to, you know, don't mess with him, he'll, he'll figure it out? Um, because it feels like he has a pretty good answer for everyone else. I mean, yeah. it feels like everyone yeah. else. I mean, Brandon Marsh, I think, has taken massive. Yes. Like, dude, Brandon Marsh should have bought 430 some feet the other day. Dude, Marsh has been great. Like, offensively, he's been really good. Yeah, he's got he's got a little Victorino in him where it's like he makes a uh, a dumb play. Yes. And it's and it's only because he's over-aggressive, mm-hmm. um, which Victor, Victorino sure. was a lot. Um, but, you know, talk about a positive. I, I just, I, I need him to not be hurt because I really enjoy watching Brandon oh, Marsh. Oh, he's so play. much fun. Like, so much fun. It's so fun having a, a, a center fielder thing to go catch a ball. Yeah. But now you're starting to see him develop at the plate. Yeah. And And when you're looking for positive signs, like the fact that Baumstadt and Marsh look like all three are taking a nice, solid step forward, I think is like for, for everything that's been so downtrodden so far at 105, um, those three – are giving me a little bit of okay. Look at this, the positives. Uh, So, well, this is how this podcast usually works. I was just about to say this is like a classic (laughs) I hope spot. I'm like 17 minutes in, turn the page. Everything's Everything's fine. No, I just like we got the Reds and the Marlins coming up. Let's go. Yeah, but dude, we got. I know we got Jesus and Sandy. No, no. Well, we not only do we have that, we got Hunter Green, Lodolo, and Graham Graham Ashcraft. You want to talk about three Fritz guys? I know. I know. Trust me, I own Graham Ashcraft in a league because of you. What do you have? Ten Ks in his first yeah, game. Yeah, it was sick. I don't think it was ten. It was like eight. Was it was it? really good. Yeah, it was like it was like six one one run innings yeah. with like eight Ks. Yeah. His, awesome. uh, his stuff is stupid. Yeah, it throws hard. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I, like for as much as Hunter Green throws hard. Dude, Hunter, Hunter Green. Hunter Green. I think is what Mark Pryor would have been if he would have stayed healthy. Whoa, his mechanics are that his mecha- great. His mechanics are, are remind me a ton of Mark Pryor. That's I mean that's a bold yeah. statement right there. Yeah. Wow. Um. Well, we don't live not in the bold. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, so you did just say Nick Cassiano's could be the worst free design in the history of of the Phillies. That's pretty bold. I true. Mean, well, bold. for the amount of money he's making and the lack of production, yeah, yeah, of course. I that, mean, he's that's how you judge it. Well, trending on that, like Adam Eaton, obviously, but he's uh, no, that doesn't count. No, we're talking him. Yeah, the money matters. Yeah. That's part of the whole discussion. Papa, Papa Bond's the all time leader in saves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I know. Papa Bond. Yeah. Uh, which hold on. Which fresh? Now, obviously, this is you're asking the wrong person. But which frustrates Phillies fans more? Papa Bomb being the all-time leader in saves or Bell having the last cycle? Well, you know it's Papa Bomb. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate your hate for David Bell. And I do think, look, I do think Phillies fans don't like David Bell. Like, I think it's it's pretty agreed upon. You hate him to a yes. level that most people don't. Correct. So I think it's clearly Papa. But, you know, you talk about the upcoming schedule and you talk about, like, these next five series should be get writable. You know, like you know, got the Rockies coming up. They got some. They got some games. They and they go to the White Sox, and and unfortunately, like Eloy's hurt again. Um, and like hopefully Cease is. Hopefully, don't. Hopefully, they, they don't Dude, face Cease. He's so good. I know. Lance, like he's nasty. Lance looked great. Yeah, for a start, he's, he's hit or miss guy. 
Giolito, they should be able to hit around pretty well. Yeah, but either Kopech way, like got crushed. Yeah, not, yeah. I'm not a big Kopech guy. You never were. Yeah. Credit on that. That was one you nailed because he was a top ten prospect in the sport at one point. Yeah, not a big Kopech guy. Um, but you know. They're get writable, but at the same time, like the Reds, they're they're throwing their three like actually good starters, um, you know. And then the Marlins, like, are still the Marlins. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you now, like Luis Perez is going to crush them. Dude, like, he is. He's the, fun known in fantasy too. He just gets hits. That dude, guy. he's insane. He just gets hits. Like ben, the dude hits the ball. Yeah, he is going to be a pain. That yep. Marlins team is back to being like the worst. Yeah. Well, Jesus Lazardo, as we've talked about, like, I mean, that dude is. Unbelievable. And but, Alcantara is nasty. And Edgar Cabrera is good. Like, they got picked. That's the thing about the Reds and the Marlins coming to town. But, oh, get right. It's like, yeah, but, like, you could also score no runs against yes. this team. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I've always, I'll believe in Trevor Rogers till he's bad, but whatever. Um, <laughs> what we could say, though, at least for the Phillies, Trevor, the Phillies have always handled him yeah. for some reason. Like, they can get to Trevor. Uh, and Jesus Lazardo down to plus 3,500 on Cy Young Oscar. Plus from 10,000. Yeah. Let's not forget. Love to see that. Anyway, um, but you talk about like, yeah. I'd love to see the $750 I win if he wins Cy Young. Yeah, we'll see. Five five to win 750 We can always cash out, like we always say. Um, yeah, you know that I don't cash out. And well, I never think to cash out or any of that stuff. So. Staring you right in the face where you could cash out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like there's, there's, there's good starting pitching coming up. We'll see what happens with the White Sox. You know, I, I don't know who's going to be starting that series yet. Whatever. Um, Reds, same thing. It's a four-game set out in Cincinnati. They do pretty well out there. It's a good hitter's bar- park. Whatever. They should be okay. Uh, Rockies is one of those series. Like, just, you know. I well, mean, the first, Rockies are horrible, but they're, it's the Phillies-Rockies, so we know anything can happen. But I, I will say maybe before the series starts, like, CJ Crone has to stay. Dude. Like, has to bring him here now. I know. Today. So, so I had this written down, and... It's really interesting because now that Hall's hurt, and we'll see how banged up he is, but it does put the onus on, like, maybe just go get a guy now if you can. I think you kind of have to. Or or I think you at least have to consider it. And we talk about this all the time. You know, it's always like, wait till the deadline. It's like, that's fine. But then you've only got a third of the season left. Like, you get a guy now, he helps you all year long. And it depends, obviously, if the team thinks they're competitive or not. Um, I believe, I mean, they traded for Jay Bruce pretty early a couple years ago. And look, I think for the first time in a long time, it seems like the Rockies organizationally have said, you know what, we're we're probably not going to win. We're not. Like, they always go in, they sign Chris Bryan, they do all these things, and they always try and, like, make a big move. It feels like the Rockies are not as into it as they've been in years past. So I do think there's more potential there. Yeah, so they traded for Jay Bruce on June 2nd. That's early. So that's early in, in, in baseball terms. I, I just... I don't think they can wait, like, depending on Hall's health. That is a long time to wait. And, like, Jesus Aguilar, there's no way the, the A's wouldn't trade the him for you right now. The A's would trade you anyone at any time for anything. anything. Like, dude, just give him cash and yeah. you're set, dude. Like, I mean, they, they are they are an atrocity yes. of an organization. Yes. Um, so, hey, so Cesardo, perfect example. Like, why would you trade that guy? Like, why would you give that guy up? You know, it might have been a red flag about Chris and Christian Pache that even they were like, you know, That's we don't really have time. Good point. We yeah. don't have time for this kid to develop. You know what I mean? And he is pretty astounding to be as bad as. <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong, like I, he's he's pretty amazing out there in the field. Like he really is. Like he is legitimately great as a hold on. Yes. Throw the ball home. Yeah. Throw oh, no, that's a fair point. Yeah. The freaking yeah. ball. Home. Okay, good point. So he is great at going and getting it. He is. Throw the freaking ball. Home. Yeah, okay. I like that. Regardless. Yeah. The A's were like, yeah, we don't have time for this. So <laughs> that might be a problem. I, I, I like watching him. Like, I don't think, I don't think he's ever going to hit. 
<laughs> I just think he's never going to hit. Well, Kevin Long's in the lab with him. Okay, good. Yeah. Will it be like Nick Cassianos? Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, can, can, real quick, real quick. The in the lab thing. Oh, like, you're out on in the lab? It's just everyone uses it for everything. Oh, going, to, going in the lab, going to cook up a song, going in the lab, work on our hitting. Going in the, it's like it's not all freaking labs, all right? Like, enough. We're going in the lab to get... Like, hey, well, we're in the lab right now. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're in a studio recording a podcast. Like, enough with the lab. I'm in Is that la- fair? I'm in, the, I'm in the lab when I'm on my drive-in. You don't think it's over? You don't think it's overused? I know you just used it, but you don't think it's overused a little bit? A um, little bit? A little bit? Well. A little overused. Probably, <laughs> but I'm also very pro. I'm very pro in the lab. Like, when I'm when I'm cooking up some gambling lines, yeah, you're in the I'm lab. in the lab. Yeah. See, again, everyone's always in everyone's the lab. lab. Can't we come up with a new thing? Well, what else would you use? I don't know. I haven't really given it much thought. Yeah, I just well, want to get rid of maybe, lab. Maybe before you hate, you could think of something else. Well, no. A better, I, better alternative. You could just say where the actual thing is, like, in the studio. I'm in the studio. Well, what about? Because that works, too. You know, studios are made for that, believe it or not. Yeah. We're I, literally in one. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. I just don't know what I'm supposed to use in terms of, like, you know, cooking up gambling lines. <laughs> How about I'm in the kitchen cooking up gambling lines? All right. Yeah, right? But it doesn't flow what is that? as it, 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 literal. It like, doesn't flow as well as in the lab. I know, that's the problem. It just sounds Do you think good. Dave Dombrowski's in the lab trying to find a first baseman? I think he should be in his office making phone calls. All that? right. <laughs> in the boardroom? <laughs> He's in the sure. boardroom? I like the boardroom. Dave's in the boardroom cooking something up. I like it. What about the what do, which do you not like more? The lab or when when they call it the war room for for drafts? Are I'm you, okay with you're that. You're pro war room? I'm pro war room. All right. It's, it seems a, a little heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you think? You're yeah. just you're just making draft picks. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a, <laughs> a little over the top, you know. No one's dying here. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, just just you know, Maybe, just yeah. making draft picks. Well, it's like the like when you talk about like a, oh, we're going into battle. We're talking about playing football, which it is a combat sport, but I mean like, you know, it's not, not bad. It's not bad all. You know, <laughs> hopefully no dying out there. Oh, well, yes. 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 Hopefully not. Yes. Um, so things are fine. <laughs> <laughs> things are good. Things are going well. We're going to go in the lab, we'll cook up a pod. Yeah. Everything will be great. Yeah. Everything will be great. Yep. yep. Yeah. So Hayes, we're, 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 I'm, I don't know where we were. I'm pinning my hopes on Hayes' Aguilar. <laughs> They're going to say on Hayes' Lazardo winning the Cy Youngs, that's what we have right now. Yeah, that's my number one priority. <laughs> <laughs> at the current moment and Garrett Mitchell but besides that everything's fine everything's fine yeah everything's fine so where do we go from here Jack <laughs> where, where do we go from here well we go from here is that they return home on Friday they do and hope you have to hope that Citizens Bank Park gets behind them and they go out there and they perform and it, and they, they take a deep breath um, my fear is that the beginning of this season has dampened the spirits of Phillies fans in that it won't have the same jubilation that I believe it should. It definitely won't. And it, and it, it uh, won't. I'm just telling you, it won't. It, like, it, it might be, it might be, it'll be fun there tomorrow. It's a Friday. People be in good mood. Like, especially if they get up early, people get behind them and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it should have been a party, Agreed. man. It should have been a party. And I said this to you on the pod multiple times heading into the season before the season. And that's part of why this is so disappointing is that. In my, certainly in, in the last, in my time in this business, for sure, and and it, one of the most times in my life, like, there had never been a season that was more important for them to start hot for the fan base. Like, I don't ever remember one where it was like, a, all right, you have a chance to take what just happened in October and November, and, and that 
fire and that excitement and that city behind you. And and to your point, that, that people loving the Phillies again, like it was, it's right there to grab. And like this start, like it sucks because it hurts that. It takes away from that. It makes it that much more less likely that, you know, the place is going to be full all year. Well, that's why, you know, this weekend comes down to uh, obviously two and two of three is imperative, but I think it's the most important series in the history of the Phillies. There it is. Yeah. Uh two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But if, if they if they go out and they win the first two, I think Sunday gets back to being like, Okay, we're fine. I agree with you. You know, I think and Sunday's the ring ceremony. Um, you know, it's 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 where Scott Kingery gets his ring and and Will Toffey and and all these guys that, that contributed for the 2022 Phillies, um, they finally get their 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 rings. So I think that Sunday is is back if if these first two games go right, like and and they they kind of ease everyone's te- ease everyone's fear right now in the city because like that's that's what it is. Like right now it's right now I think the best way to describe Phillies fans and us is that like we know it's early, but like. Figure it out. Like we we know it's early. We get it. There's 156 games left, but like you're not you're not calming everyone down. Like you're not giving people stuff to like latch onto and say it'll be okay. Um, and some of that's the injuries. Some of it's the the way they played. I mean, what was that? Four four base running mistakes already. Oh my god, dude, it's unbelievable. I mean, Trey Turner getting picked off the Marsh Day. I mean, we've had Paul thrown out second Paul base. Paul thrown out second base. JT on Saturday. And then the field, we had the Marsh, you know, misplaying that ball that led to the triple start of the game, the ball that dropped between Turner and was it Harrison and left, whoever wasn't left like And when you're down, when you're down the the players that they are, like this little stuff can't it can't happen. Yeah. I mean, it, this is this is the time when everyone's got to take their game up to another level. Well, especially with injuries. We saw it last year yes. with Harper, right? Harper goes down, they play their best baseball of the season. Like, that should be the feel right now. Like, you don't have Bryce Harper. Guys are going down. Like, you're there. You're back in June last year where you have to step the bleep up and and really bring it, and they have to. 32-20 and 20 without Bryce last year. Um, like they, 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 everyone kind of stepped up and said, you know, we're not going to let this season fall apart right in front of our eyes. You know, the, the Eagles are a famous example of this. I mean, when, when Wentz went down, everyone went up and, and, and stepped up their game to pick up the slack of losing the, the MVP of the league. Like, like this is what teams have to, to, to come uh, to overcome. And I, I know it's early to say we can't let the season slip away, but you know, when you look at the 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 National League, and we know it's a it's a it's a talented league, and we know that it's it's going to take a lot of wins for them to get there. Like one in one in five is just it. You're already behind the eight ball. Like the Mets have gotten off to a disaster start. They have a lot of old players. We'll see if they can. Like we'll see. They've had some tough losses too. Like at least they're getting smoked in some of these. Yeah. Games. Well, first they lost one ten nothing. They lost. They've lost on a walk off. Like they've had some like bad loss. Like we had one bad loss, but otherwise it's been like yeah, just losing baseball. Like they've had some some gut punch losses already. Right. And like Verlander's hurt and and what I'm always. I, I'm surprised their payroll's that high. I keep looking I, at the, I'm so with you. I look at them like, how are you spending this much money? Who's it spending? Like, I know Scherzer and Verlander cost a lot, but like. And Lindor. And Lindor. And, but like. They haven't paid Pete Alonso yet. I, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a great point. Like, yeah. they haven't paid. That's common. Like, that's probably going to come. I mean, yeah, they gave yeah. what? They gave Nemo 80 some? No, they over 100. Nemo got 108 million or something like that. It's a wild contract. <laughs> Who do you think's freaking out more, Mets fans or Phillies fans? Phillies fans. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Don't you? I I would be worried if I was a Mets fan. 
I would be more worried than I think the I, I think Ooh, the, I love this. This is, see, this is the best thing you said yet. I think the Phillies have a better chance of of bouncing back than the Mets. Wow. Like I okay. just like the I Mets. Mean, I, look, the Mets I, are I, I old. I do too. I do too. Look, I like the Phillies more than the Mets coming into the season, but. I, it, I mean, the Mets are three and four. It just doesn't feel like as panicky as one and five. I think you asked not what I think and who's better or whatever. You know, they're only two games behind. I think they'll make that up. But in terms of which fan base is more concerned right now, I think it's the one and five fan. All right, we'll see. <laughs> no, I'm not we'll saying see they're better. No, it seems like you love the Mets. I got you. Yes, that's it. Good take. Um, all right, let's. I want to get to take it back in a sec. Shout out to Miller Lite. Yes. You know, might have to change it though. Miller Lights for Phil's loss. <laughs> oh no, that's too much tweeting for me, buddy. I yeah, don't know if I, know. I can keep up with that. Yeah, my my big thing with Miller Lights now is like, like I got to do final out. So do I? Do I have a beer before final out? Do I, have I think to wait you have till... a beer as you're doing final out. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Yeah, I'll be all right. Radio, everyone's yeah. fine with that. Yeah, everyone's fine. Yeah. Okay. And plus, how many Miller Lights can you down before you know you have an issue? Well, I would just have quite one. a few. Yeah, I'll just have one. Would... Have one Miller Light, and I still take the edge off. Listen, if Joe, help you. if Joe Buck can have a a, a big twenty four ounce beer before before he calls games, does he do that? Did yeah. he say that? Yeah. That's great stuff, Joe. Yeah, appreciate. It. And then tell Look, him to calm down. Hey, why don't those twenty four? Hey, a little inside baseball here. You've definitely heard some pods where Jack and I have had some beers before. Oh, I, I think that's <laughs> evident. Honestly, you know, like when we do pods at home, generally we have a beer when we do it. Well. So. Well, and definitely for most of the run last year, when it, when the podcast has turned into like, this is so fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of our analysis after, uh, you know, big wins in the playoffs was like, this is the greatest this thing so I've ever seen. Cool. This I can't is believe awesome. you get to do this. Yeah. Wow, can you believe it? <laughs> Those were such good times, yeah. buddy. If I could go back and live in a month, it would be that month. Listen, we'll be watching a lot. Of, no, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I haven't even started looking at the draft yet. See, there that. you go. What a... See? Well, no, I have, but like not, <laughs> but not, not from the standpoint of like, are we gonna get one of the top guys? That was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Well, well, obviously, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I mean, I Yeah, I mean, Kevin McGonagall at, at Bonner it might need to be a Bonner. Really, you got Dude, a kid at nasty. Bonner? He's nasty. Yeah, he should be a top fifteen pick. But wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. local kid. Well, listen, and he, and he, he said in an interview he resembles his game after Chase Utley. So oh. that, that pretty much, oh. and he's a second baseman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sold. <laughs> like that's the guy. Don't worry, and my favorite player of all. Time. Don't worry, I will be on a hardcore like we uh, a big old campaign to make sure he's a good in a couple good. months. Yeah, and your campaigns are effective sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, it feels definitively like take bag time. All right, uh, all right, a couple things here. Uh, time on Walker, I thought looked pretty good. I think, I think. Yeah. I, again, if Marsh doesn't misplay that ball, who knows how that start goes? Like he had a he had a triple off the bat that shouldn't have been a triple. Like, right. Uh, but you know, I, I like this fastballs back up to ninety six. You know, I, I saw some up. Um, you know, an up and velo. I thought the slider had more like in and by the numbers, the slider had more bite, which is it good. Lo- it looked like it had some bite. So. I don't, yeah, I didn't remember it looking that good with the Mets, and and I just I love that splitter. I'm I, I like the splitter is my favorite pitch in baseball. Uh, I hate that. Just it, period. Yeah, I hate that it's gone away. Um, it feels like it's kind of. I'm surprised it, we've never talked about that before. So the splitter's your favorite. Oh, I pitch. love the splitter. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. And we've never. I can't believe it's never come up. Yeah, I think I just think it's cool. I, well, and, and it's my favorite because I can never throw it. Like I, I so knew, it was more of like a, I'm impressed. How the he- like, I, I couldn't believe the the people that could go like mm-hmm. like Clemens at his peak. 
you know, like with the, with the Astros or whatever. When I was started watching Clemens, it was like how I was going to say his peak. I know it wasn't his peak. my peaks, my Roger Clemens. You're, is that's tough that you're Roger Clemens Astros. That's like the no, worst I would say I remember 03 Clemens with the Yankees. I don't remember him throwing the, the bat Blue at the Yankees and yeah, no, nah. you don't remember any of that. No, 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 no. And I definitely don't remember the the twenty some strikeout games, but. Uh, like 03 Clemens at the Yankees and then the Astros Clemens where he's winning Cy Youngs and coming in halfway through the year. Oh, yeah, buddy. But like how he made his splitter just like fall off the table like that, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, um, so I thought Tywin Walker looks pretty good. Real I, quick before you move on. Okay. Because I do have a pitch question now that I meant to ask you and I'm happy you brought up the splitter being your favorite pitch. Thoughts on the sweeper? I mean, it's basically a slider, right? Like it's like... No, nah, it's like a... It's like a... Um, Horizontal slider. So I guess say? I, you know, someone asked me like, "What's so?" The what are your thoughts? Because it's a there's a new pitch and they talk about it all the time now. And I'm like, wait, what? Hold on, is it a slider? Is it kind of a slider? What's the deal with the sweeper? I guess my question is like, what's the difference between that and a slurve? But I because the slurve has been around for years. Yeah. And I guess the difference is, is that it's thrown harder. Um, but I, I mean, I'm very pro sweeper. It's like so. So the curveball, I guess, is like becoming more hittable. The slider, the slider was all the craze three years ago, where mm-hmm. it came like it's unhittable, um, and then like the sweep, the sweeper is like the perfect in between. So, so it's like a slider curve mix, like the slurve, yeah. essentially. It's yeah. essentially a slurve. I guess it's just thrown harder. Um, so yeah, I don't really, I don't have a great definition for it, but but you're in on the sweeper. Of course, the smart teams have it. <laughs> so every smart team is like where you're learning the sweeper. Um, and then and I think the Phillies are the Phillies might be a little ahead of the curve with the uh, the cutter. Ooh. I think the cutter is going to start. Okay, then the important question is a follow up here. What's a better name, slurve or sweeper? Sweeper. Yeah, it's better. I'm anti-slurve. Yeah, I so it's a shame because slurve is a more appropriate name. Yeah. Like if it's a mix between a, it's basically in between a curve and it's a, and a slider. Like what a perfect name for it. It just sounds gross, the slurve. Like there's something kind of gross sounding about Slurvy. it. Slurvy. It doesn't. It, it just doesn't does it like sweeper. It's sweeper like oh makes yeah, sense. I get it. Yeah, swept him. Yeah, uh, I'm in on sweeper. So yeah. I think I think it's a good pitch, and and hopefully Wheeler continues to figure out how to throw okay. it. Okay. I think, I think I had to ask. One. Thank you. All right. What's next? Oh right. Um, <laughs> official. I, I, Jack just totally looked away from his notes. Was ready to just like keep. keep I have to. <laughs> I have to make an official statement on Junior Marte. Oh yes, so I mean we talked about it last time. By the way, that was something I was going to mention. Topper too, though I didn't like, like just left the him wrong out. spot. A the wrong spot, and then B both times, particularly the second one, particularly against the Yankees. Like, let that game get further away than it needed to. You know, like that game didn't have to turn into like eight one or whatever it was. It was it could have been four one or five one or whatever, and still be in the game. And he just like was like, all right, we're lost. Let's just let you and your die out there. Well, and I guess he's thinking I have a bullpen game the next day. I I know, I know what he's thinking, but like, dude, you know, you were zero three at that point. Yeah. Um. So obviously, the first thing to say is not great, but uh, I do think like he should have been a guy. Listen, this is <sighs> he's pitched in the big leagues before, but like this is a guy that you should be using and mop up. That's what I expected. Like, I expected him to pitch it like when it's eight one, you bring Junior Marte. I mean, this is what they did with this is what they did with Rosso too. Like, yeah, I remember. Like they used him as a closer in like the first game of the year. It's like, hold on, relax. Like they they actually really value spring training results. Like hard, like the like Jake Cave is, and I think Cave started to put together good at bats, but like they definitely like are like Jake Cave's arrived. Um, so you know, I, I still believe in the stuff. I just think that. 
needs to go to AAA. I was perfectly fine with it, and then hopefully they work the Alvarado magic and he can come back and help out. But like trying to put him into a tight game in Texas ish, and 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 the game on Monday, it's like I think they were just setting him up for failure, and and hopefully that he can go down to AAA. I agree with you again. I did. I hated the way he was used. Well, speaking of another guy that I was terrified, I was like, I was like, what are you doing, Rob? But like he. Like McKinley Moore was warming up in the eighth in his first ever game in the big leagues. And it was like, Rob, like, what are you doing? Like, calm down. Like, calm down, please. Cause I, cause I think McKinley Moore, like, for as much as I was in on Eugene Marte, also in McKinley Moore. So, like, hopefully this doesn't backfire. Um, but he's, are he, you scared to say you're in, I guys? I'm scared. I'm terrified. <laughs> cause I know, I know, I know. I know. It's like, oh, so, um, <laughs> you're hearing it. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to, to tread lightly on, on sure. being all in on McKinley, McKinley Moore, but just know that I'm all in. Okay, good. Going, I don't think anyone on this podcast wants you to tread lightly. So. Yeah. Well, whatever. He, has some stuff, so I can't wait. I, I'm excited for McKinley Moore. He's disgusting. Stuff. Um, Noah had a good bounce back yesterday. It was a little frustrating. They said that in between starts he worked for the stop. I know. It's like, what? What do you mean? You didn't did you do think this they were going to change the rules? Like, what? You didn't do this before? Like, this was not something you did in spring training? Like, I. It was crazy that he said that. Like, we don't. I almost said bat bleep. Like, it was bat bleep that they did not like. Do this all spring, like what? And and it goes back to the Harper comments. We didn't talk about it last pod, but the Harper comments during the ESPN game, where he's like, "Oh, no, a lot of players want to get our game back or whatever." It's like, bro, like this is not going anywhere. Like you guys are crazy. This is here to stay. The pitch clock. And I do think, and Joe brought this up on the show, and he might be over the on the morning show. He might be over thinking or whatever, but he's like. Is that the message that's throughout the locker room? Like, is it Bryce Harper being like, yeah, this sucks. Hopefully we won't have to do it long. Is this like Nola being like, oh, I don't want to do this. I wish we had. Like, is that like, because you got to embrace it. Like, I know you guys hate it, but guess what? It's here and it's here to stay. The pitch clock is not going anywhere. Like, get used to it. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, did you like? Did you think that when the season started, they were not going to do the pitch clock? Crazy! Like this it, is crazy. There, so that was. I mean, fru- it's crazy. That was frustrating, but um, it was. I thought he was really good yesterday. I did too. There was a couple things like, you know, he had Gleyber Torres one two, and he had him set up for a curveball, and they threw a fastball, and he dumped it into center field. Whatever. He did get screwed in the first inning yesterday. You know, I mean, it was a strike, and JT threw down a second, and the umpire didn't see it, and should have been strike three. Runner scoring position, whatever he allows, allows a run. So, um, good bounce back stuff from Knowles. Hopefully that he can, uh, you know, continue to trend in the right direction. And then have a match drum. Love him. Like, he was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and not just, like, he looked great, obviously. He really did pitch well. And I, I, you read the articles heading into it about him kind of taking a different approach as a starter, a relief pitcher approach, and being more aggressive and all that, not worrying about setting up pitches or worrying about getting deep into games. And I think that really helped him. You could see it when he pitched. But, man... Is he fun? Yeah. <laughs> like, like they're talking to himself, they're freaking out the bullpen or the dugout, like all that. Like I want that. Super fun guy. And yeah, we need that. We need a little fire, man. Uh, are you in or out on the nickname Pastrami? So I did not know about it. So give me a sec to like internalize this. And Marsh, take this in. Marsh calls him Pastrami. Pastrami. Okay, so I'm torn on this because let me tell you, Pastrami's amazing. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm Jewish. So like I'm. We know. Pastrami, like a, a good pastrami sandwich from a Jewish deli with some mustard. I mean, it's it's among my favorite things on the planet. Right. It's not a great. It's thing. not a good. Thing. No, it's just not. I mean, it sounds ridiculous to be honest. Pastrami, like that's not intimidating. That's not like cool. 
Like a pastrami. Hey, look, it's pastrami. It's like a joke. It's yeah. like, oh, look at this pastrami's yeah. over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. good try. Good effort. <laughs> I, I pre- look, Strom. I appreciate the effort, the I, thought. Yeah, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, hate it. And uh, yeah, I guess my my final thing here is that like, there's a lot of riding on the Nick Sirianni first pitch tomorrow. Oh, buddy. I mean, this is a guy who preaches competitiveness. Yep, it's a great point. And he is a guy that will shoot hoops with, with draft prospects, and he competes at everything. We, uh, compete, compete, compete. If he doesn't throw a strike, mm-hmm. I think it's an issue. So, okay, I generally agree. I'm I'm okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a strike. I need him to to bring it. I need yeah, him yeah, to, yeah. to go to the mound, get on the rubber. Like, don't do any of this BS, like, stand in front of the mound and, like, soft toss it in there. Like, he has to take this seriously. I couldn't agree with you more. And I said this to you on the radio last night, but he's also got the whole Doug thing. Like, Doug could not have done better. Doug walked out, cools a cucumber, and rifles a strike. Like, that was a that was a pitch. Like, he, it was like 80 miles an hour or whatever. Like, he's got a lot to live up to, you know, because the last time the Super Bowl, you know, coach of the Eagles went back and threw a first pitch, like, it was good. It was really good. Yeah, I need at least uh, – at least seventy miles. An I hour. agree with you. Yeah, I need seventy, and I and I again, it doesn't have to be a strike, but he has to throw up in the mound. Has to reach the catcher. There has like, to be conviction. Yeah. Again, if it's like a, a high and outside, fine. Listen, if you dot the outside corner, I'll take it. Exactly. You I'll know? give you the call. Yeah. Well, I'll we'll, CB Buckner. It. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. There's so, uh, there's pressure on. There's there. This is not a. This is not a walk in the park first pitch I, tomorrow. Dude, I agree with you. Uh, this is not like oh, congratulations, Nick. We get it. You guys lost in Super Bowl. Like we get it. You know, like this is a go out there and deliver a strike, Mister Competitive. I agree with you. Now, now. Let's say Nick goes out and and nails it. Like goes out, you know, from the mound, throws a strike. It's awesome. Is the cheer for him bigger than any other cheer the Phillies get? Better not be. <laughs> if I hear any, if is I, the bigger is the cheer for him bigger than the pennant flag? Believe me, up? as someone that had to internalize the Eagles' chance in the fourth game of the <laughs> yeah, season, yeah, I don't need that. It was tough. That was, was a tough awful. look. It was, it was a awful. tough look, and you know, deserved. <laughs> me, me, and, me and Fransky had the same reaction. Eagles chance, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. None of that this weekend. I mean, you're down eight one. I know. And, yeah. I know. Oh, and three. Well aware. Watched it. Yeah. Lived it. <laughs> There's no one who hates Eagles chance at Phillies games more than you. I, you are like top of the list. Yep. Yeah. I did a whole rant on it. I know. It's it's very and I generally I'm against Eagles chance at Phillies games unless the Phillies force you to do an Eagles Shannon Phillies game. Like, that's the way I look at it. You know, that's, it. And I think that's a fair way to do it. It's fine. And it's almost a, hey, it's like booing. It's like a version of booing. It's worse right. for me. <laughs> you think it's worse? It's worse. I love that. It's I worse. I love that about you. I don't think it is, but I, I love If I was a player. I love that you think it's worse. If I was a player, I would be more like offended, offended at an Eagles chant than I would being booed. I get that. I get that. It's a, it's a strong take. Thank you. I appreciate it. Two one five. <laughs> you know it's a good bob when you're doing the two one five multiple times throughout the bot. Um, all right. So enjoy Vermont, buddy. Everything's fine. Oh yeah. So I will not. Sadly, the one real shame of the Phillies moving the home opener because for everyone else it's great. It's Friday instead of Thursday. You get to go down, have a great time, relax. Jack's got the day off the next day. Doesn't have to worry about work and all that. Um, I can't go. Yep. Shout out to my buddy. Maybe that's Chad. a good thing though. Shout out, yeah, that's true. Shout out to my buddy Chad. Get married on Saturday. I'm in the wedding. We're driving. We're finishing my show at ten tomorrow. I'm driving straight up to Vermont, which Jack is very jealous of. Love Vermont. Yeah, it's and you saw the place we're going. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. beautiful. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna have a great weekend. Good. I'm happy for you. I'm gonna miss the Phillies, which will be a bummer. But Jack will be there. If you're at the game, 
Say hi to Jack. Tell him you love him. Now, do I do I stand in the same place that we watched, you know, Bedlam at the Bank and all those moments? Yeah. I mean, I think what was he, that outside 424? It's outside three. No, uh, no, no. It was 120. It was like I'm an idiot. Yeah, it was like 126, well, well, 128, right. it's somewhere around there. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll probably be standing there with Elliot. Um, oh yeah, Can't, let Elliot take, give you some baseball takes, dude. No. Like I, our, our text thread has gotten a little, a little, uh, a little angry lately. Dude, I had because to, like we, we're actually getting annoyed with him. I, I literally do, gave him, I literally gave him a please stop. <laughs> I had nine, to, nine defenders and nine hitters. Thing. I did a, I did a voice message, yelling <laughs> at him because I couldn't text him anymore. I was so mad. He's relentless. So mad. He believes it. I, 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 <laughs> I'm aware. Um, so. I'll be there tomorrow for at least a couple innings, and then I got to do final out. So. Yeah, hey, look at you, just on the grind. It's what we do. How's Walker, by the way? Walker's great. He's uh, not sleeping through the night, so like, <laughs> welcome, buddy. Yeah, welcome yeah. to Paris. It's, it's all good. He's he's he is well worth it. So, um, you know, yeah, I'm very happy. I'm so happy. I haven't put on the uh, I haven't put on any Philly stuff with him yet, so we, we'll, we'll work on that. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's an important step. Yeah, I know. You know, we'll they guys are playing better. Yeah, well, it's true right now. <laughs> As we talked about, I mean, but also welcome to Philadelphia, kid. Yeah, that, it's a good point. It's this a good is point. this is welcome to Philadelphia this, moment. Yeah, <laughs> get ready for. Oh, you thought it was gonna be all sunshine and rainbows? <laughs> get ready for a few more, buddy. You, probably, <laughs> you thought this was gonna be easy? Yeah, it ain't. It ain't. All right, you got any final thoughts? No. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. It doesn't feel like a final thought. Got to win. Yeah, just win. Just win. Thank you. We'll be back next week. He's for some salt.